Was he okay? No, I wasn't. I can't, I can't even imagine that you are just in this Canada. Your voice sounds like you're living in Iraq or something. <laughs> What's the point of sending you to America and um, to the other side of America that if you can't have like good quality sound? Not my fault. America is a uh, Canada is still behind US. Is it better? Uh-uh. So this is what it does. It's kind of like waning, like low and uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, can you try your phone? Okay. So there are two options: call, call in, or use device audio. So this I is, click. This is perfect. I can hear you. All right. So I use device audio. Good. Your phone audio. Yeah. Ah. Wow. Anyways, why are you doing your tongue like that? Can you put your tongue in? This is like the show now. This is this is my sales zone. It's audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why are you yawning like that? You know I can see, right? I'm not yawning. I know you can see me. I was looking at my feet. I could see a mirror. Continue what you're saying. Are you just a narcissistic person? Like, your phone has a mirror. It doesn't have a mirror. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. All right. <clears throat> I'll start now. Hello, everyone. I am Marcibel, and this is the Marcibel Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Law Civil Podcast, a podcast about culture and cultural nomads designed for blacks and Asians and those who love them. I'm your host, Most Civil, Nigerian born, US educated, blah blah, intellectual. Um, Are you kidding me? You say blah blah. <laughs> my mom said not to say struggling anymore, that it's negative. So exactly. I'm coming up with a I'm actually charging my my listeners and my haters like you to help me substitute like Come up with a better substitute so I can feel that word. All right. Um, as you guys must have heard, someone has inserted herself into my jingle. She knows the kind of friends I have. She's, you know, up for grabs anyways, if anyone is interested in having a new friend. Well, so um, this today's episode is going to be a little bit um, different. We're going to be taking jabs at um, each other. So, But don't be worried, guys. This is just what we do. If you don't have the skin, you can't be my friends because we just find ways to... Um, pick on each other and be sassy. So, um, she needs no introduction. If you are my friend on Facebook, you've probably seen, you know, me and several others just going at her page and trying to like bring her down in a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> But um, her name is Angela Elua. She is now um, Nigerian. I met her in Austin, Texas. Actually, she was a grad student. And I remember the first time I saw her. I don't know if I've told you before. I've probably told you that. Yeah, I was weird. Very weird. I was like, this got like quiet people. I, <laughs> there's something about quiet people, almost like a train wreck you can't look away from. Like, I find myself drawn to them, but just in a way to break them down. And I don't know. They just stay I have with very quiet people. They disturb me, knowing that I could never be that kind of person. So, of course, it's a point of insecurity for me. So, I remember the first time I saw her, I was like, whatever. And kind of like most of the friends I had from Austin, we had like um, mutual friends. And so there was no escaping. She was everywhere. And she probably has you, a love story. She probably heard about. She was you were everywhere. Can you you mind? This is my show. Okay? <laughs> She's the weed. <laughs> and she probably had, you know, a lot of fantastic th- things about me. And she warmed her way into my heart. And Oh, my God. For the large-hearted person that I am in all, you know, variations of the word, uh, I took her in. And oh um, I would go back. I would like, like I to do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but 
But uh, we started talking, and I mean, she has a very good heart. That's, I mean, for people I call my friends, that's one of the distinct features about my friends. They have very good hearts. And I remember the first time we really connected was, you don't remember this, I don't think I've told you this, was when Zainab had come, you know, to Nigeria for, from Nigeria to the U.S. for the first time and had mm-hmm. organized that, you know, sleepover slash moving night party. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had developed up, you know, sleeping arrangements. And the plan was for you and I to share, you know, my, my bedroom. And I remember you just, you know, you were like, where's my, you didn't even, you were like, okay, is that the room? You just, you know, wore your stuff and then you laid on the bed. No fuss, nothing. It felt like being in boarding house again. So that comfort, I was like, wow, she's so comfortable. And she didn't like fuss, like, hey, hope you don't mind for me. You didn't even ask her any questions. You just made yourself at home. And I love that. Yeah, yeah, and so comfortable. I don't think our yeah. session in bed is comfortable. Continue what you're saying. Yeah, my bed, my beds are usually, they, they have to be comfortable because, you know, I, I like to sleep well. But, you know, I just like the fact that you didn't make a fuss about it. Like, I'm so sorry, what spot do you want me to sleep on? Um, Do you mind if I turn on? You just, you know, I just went to bed. I was like, huh, how are you <laughs> stress-free, you know? And that's why I just knew that, you know, I could, I just, my heart opened up towards you. I just want to see you as that way quiet person anymore. And so we've been friends for, I don't even know how long, but um, you've been one of the highlights of my, you know, US experience. I'm the but yeah, so <laughs> she's like making that sound, but sound like we're being a porn movie or something. She's PG-18, she's like PG-13, keep it So this is Angela. Um, so she got her master's degree from the same school I went to. And forgive me, I know you're doing something in geology, but this specific word for your department. I don't know, but I know she's in geology, and you know she worked. She did her masters, and then went back home briefly to Nigeria to try to break into the job market, but that didn't pan out. But we're glad because we're so worried. And by we, I mean my circle of friends. We're part of a community, just about six of us, or maybe five of us. We're kind of worried about her, like how she coping, checking on her, just to make sure that she was really doing good, good back home in Nigeria. So when she told us she was finally moving to Canada to start afresh, she was so happy. So uh, that was a very long <laughs> introduction of my friend Angela. Wow! Like, so, I'm so really sorry, don't, don't, don't don't get used to it. Like I didn't even know I had I had this amount of things to you had this amount of things to say about me. I'm doing it for my guests, so they won't think I'm a horrible person. Ah, uh, okay. They know. I'm sure they know. <laughs> You know the truth. <laughs> yeah, hi. It's nice to be here finally. I know. After she's been bugging, bugging, bugging. I came to Nigeria twice to interview this girl. She dodged me. Went all the way to Canada, you people, to see this girl. She dodged me. She dodged this conversation. And so I had to pull in, you know, some she of my how dare you? I came out all the way. No, I didn't really go all the way for her. But the main reason I went to Canada this year, dragged my husband. Under the pretense of having a family vacation, I was going to see this girl just to make sure that she was well settled in. And we still couldn't get to do the show. So it finally worked, and I'm very glad to bring one of my introverted friends. I don't know, I've always been thinking about it. I find that you introverts, you kind of have a liking to me. And I know I won't call myself like fully extrovertish. I think I still have my introverted tendency when I just, you know, look away from the world. What do you think you find attractive about people like me? Why do you just want to just stick to us, like, you know? Magnet. Well, okay. At the um, I wouldn't mention that you're trying to sound pretty narcissistic right now, but um, <laughs> I will just go ahead and answer your question. Um, so I think for me, it's about the heart 
and yeah, I'm introvert, and um, I think I would. I think I want someone to bring me out of my so-called shell. I watch you, I observe you. You know, I'll, for you in particular, I was like, okay, this is someone who is so easygoing, who loves to who loves to help people, who loves to love people, something like that. You're a people's person. And not in a bad way, not in a way to, you know, make it look like, oh, I'm, I'm this great person. You just do it so effortlessly. And so people are naturally drawn to you. I don't think I'm drawn to every extroverted person. I would be drawn to someone who I feel wants me in their life. You know, naturally, I'm drawn to some people. And if I feel they're not like, mm, you're not warming up to me, I just let it go, you know. Yeah. There are too many people in the world. Yeah, I had a conversation on Thursday about that. <laughs> Someone made a, a random statement as to why that might be. But that's by the way. So that's it about me anyway. I, I, I'm drawn to introverts too, if you warm up to me. I see. So it feels like you're kind of using us to better your life. <laughs> why haven't I gotten a reparation Okay, I I would accept that. I would accept what you said. So, you know how energizing it is to keep up with you people? Yeah, so maybe you're up to it, right? So maybe your fellow introvert. It's stressing me out. Can, I, fellow, can, I, can I tap out? <laughs> <laughs> so your fellow introvert would make me, yeah, do the work. So maybe that's the problem. So I'm not, I'm not really drawn to a fellow introvert because I feel I'm forcing the relationship. You know, oh, because really? Not, yeah, it's not my nature to draw you out, you know, I could try. You know, if I really like you, I meet you, I would try my best to connect, but I wouldn't force it. So yeah. if you're so much of an introvert and I try once, twice, three times, and you just don't follow up, then I let it go. I see. You get. So, yeah. I mean, in fairness to you, I'll say it hasn't been that bad when I've been friends with you. <laughs> There's been some highlights. And of course, we've had a checkered past together. That can be You want me to talk about that? I have no idea what you're talking about. The thirtieth birthday thing you did? No. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> That's gonna be a blot on on your past as far as you know you and I are gonna be concerned. <laughs> and your trust issues. My trust issues, yes. Better. Yes. The fact that you had to conscript my innocent husband into your plots and to the, your, your machinations. I don't know. I'm finding very hard to like let go of that. I'll consider talking about you know the sordid past on here on on the show. Sordid past, <laughs> very sordid, very tantalizingly sordid. I have anyway. no idea what you're talking about. I'm very very innocent here. I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one that conspired. You were the thing. I think that was just how you got away with it because of your cat. Like I didn't see you coming. Cat-like. I didn't even see you coming. Yes. Okay, this is what this girl did. Some people will like. I mean, it was kind of honorable in a way, and I'm so really overwhelmed that it. It's so much so that every time like, I'm part of Toastmasters and once in a while I'll get questions about what's your favorite birthday and all that. I still mention that. Even though I haven't still made peace with some aspect of it. <laughs> and the aspect to be the aspect to be the surprise the surprising nature of the event. So what she had done was to um corral several of my friends and acquaintances in Austin and she threw me a surprise thirtieth birthday party. How many people were there now? Oh my god. You are so you're so loved and popular. Like I didn't even expect that amount of response. Uh, let's say fifty, sixty, I'm not sure. The this I I was stressed out in a bit because I was like, How do I thank these people? Like, why did they come out on a Sunday? Like to it was very overwhelming. And I remember just and then my husband, geez Louise, 
poor guy, do you know how hard it was for him to keep that secret? And Harry just said, well, I'm just going to take you out to dinner. I'm like, hey, like, what's happening? You know? And anyways, yeah, so she threw me, she, she organized that and it was so thoughtful. And this is what she did. Like she had like, I think the most memory part, which I still have was a cardboard of all my pictures. And then fun fact about me, I'm like, so all the times I've just been talking to this girl about myself, she was just in her mind, just throwing all the information. And she created like a, I don't know, like a collage of, you know, and I'm like, my God, this is someone that I never want to be in their, on their bad side because they're just going to throw <laughs> yeah, out my yeah. dad leaning. <laughs> yeah, but that was really touchy. And I think I you were the perfect person. I know, I know. I think you were just the perfect person to do that because if I had been someone I knew very well then or someone that was, you know, as extrovertish as I was, I probably would have seen right through them. And there were hints and signs everywhere, but I just, because I told my husband, I didn't. Want, I wanted to be quiet. I didn't want to do anything for my thirty. I didn't want to make a big deal about it. And they all kept the secret. I was like, okay, okay. So that I want to just thank you. I'm not gonna thank you. Don't don't like how I say. Thank you half of my heart. <laughs> okay. You keep keeping surprises. I am the surprise maker. It felt. I felt betrayed in a way that that <laughs> go behind my back to, to to do that. So, anyways, my trust <laughs> issues escalated yeah. from then on. Not Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Anyways, but that was um, that was very memorable, and I still have the memories and the picture. So thank you from um, okay. not the bottom, but half of my heart. <laughs> so um, of your heart, no wahala. And um, so you was a good thing. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. Thank you so much. And that's all I'm gonna say about that for today. Another time no we'll, we'll talk about this because I don't think something I can ever forget. Anyways, um, so I think another. You you move back to I mean so when the whole oil market collapsed and things were difficult, you, uh-huh. you really tried your best. I remember then trying to find a job here, or even applying for even your PhD aspirations were very um, superficial because I knew you were not interested in it. You just tried. So like they will say, they will be like, this girl didn't try to apply for a PhD, but I knew that you know you, you did your minimum, like your minimum best, and then you decided to go oh back. My God. Uh, I remember when you told me I, 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 I did more than the minimum. It's not true. Oh, like, yeah. minimum as, you did, as that kid, uh, in fairness to you, yes. Like, I could, no one could say that she didn't put in an effort, was I'm trying to say. Like, you, <laughs> even though you didn't like it, you did your best, you know, but then you didn't work out. And then you went to Nigeria. So, before I, before we talk about just you moving to Nigeria, just, you know, all of that, can you remind me again exactly what your concentration, I know it's geological science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're correct. Um, thanks, that. Um, no, no, no. You're correct. Yeah, it was geology, um, a geology background, but the actual name of the department was mm-hmm. Energy and Earth Resources. So it's like an interdisciplinary um, department where anyone interested in energy basically could decide and try and apply, where you were able to learn more about other aspects of energy, energy policy, energy management, energy finance, energy economics. So, but I ended up doing mostly geology courses. I think I just went back to my comfort zone because concentrate more on energy management. So let me just go and do all those courses and blah, blah. So, and go ahead and, you know, find a job that way. So I think I went back to my comfort zone. Then two the research assistantship I got was, you know, my thesis ended up being geology. So that's how I still found myself doing only geology. I did take some courses. I did finance courses. I did um, policy courses and all that. But 
most of it was geology and my thesis was really geology. So yeah, so the uh, my job after then was geology. I did research in geology. So yeah. So basically I'm still a geoscientist. Yeah. Thinking of how to break away. Um thinking of the best way to do that. So we'll work towards that for now since the oil industry is really isn't is down but it's horrible here. So as it is, Houston is still bubbling, Texas is still bubbling compared to here is practically dead. And by here, you do know. you mean the province you live in or Canada? Yeah. Well? Uh, Canada, but yeah, this is like the number one province. And um, you really, Calgary is? Yeah. For oil? Is for, oh. for oil. It's the, big, the largest, but um, British Columbia is more of the largest for gas, I guess. And um, I guess it's so horrible. Like, I'm trying to network, meet a lot of people. But yeah, they meet up with me, which is good and all, but. I even meet up with people who are out of work, like, is that bad? <laughs> who, have, like, who, are, who have Canadian experience, who have way, way, way more, you know, experience than I do, but they are out of work. That's how bad it is. But right now, I'm really, really thinking of, you know, what I can do in the meantime. And um, maybe finance, and I end up going back to finance. I'm <laughs> going yeah. back to the bank. You worked in the bank briefly, I remember. Yeah, briefly, briefly, and yeah, so that or maybe IT, you know, or just find a way to to have the IT um, training, uh huh, and you know, because I can apply to much more um, industries than me being in the box right now, and my legal experience is strictly oil and gas related, so I can still have some transferable skills, like where I where I volunteer right now. That's how they're able to take me because I had like research skills. So that might even be my avenue to then break into the other, you know, energy career. I'm doing my research, volunteer work right now. They do more energy economics and energy policy. So that's what they do. So I said to do good there and, you know, get more exposure to that and see how I can learn more things and see what I can do. Hi, yes, I got work for the government. <laughs> I become Minister of Energy. Amen. So mm-hmm. you moved to Nigeria and uh, you were there for, I think, two years or so? I was there for about um, May, May, five was five. <laughs> 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 so I was there for about 18 months. <laughs> about two years. Well, 18 months, yeah. A year and a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of things were difficult for you, you know, just you know, keeping up with you and all that. Mm-hmm. What would you say was the most frustrating thing about going back home? And do you think that move was something you would do again if you had a chance to repeat, you know, history, your life history, that is? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I had a, I really, really had an open mind when I had to go back because I had to go back, right? And open mind or open, open boy or close borders. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is it. This is, this is, it has come. There's nothing I can do. I'm not going to force things. Not, you know, I might be staying back in America, even by force. And whatever God will is, let it happen. So I went back and it was so difficult in the sense that, <laughs> I had to keep busy, you know, mm-hmm. let's forget about the so-called reverse culture shock, the climate, the dust. Oh my God. I didn't know that the Lagos was that dusty. That was the first impression I had. I felt very weird, like mm-hmm. literally 
bed and the dust was my issue and the dirt, the dirt and the dust. But I picked up my, I was, I, me, I think I handled it properly. Oh, sorry. I handled it pretty good. And until <laughs> the worst part was my health. That was just the issue. You know, you know, because I tried to keep busy. As I picked up um, sewing. Sewing, baking. You know, but it wasn't so bad. And, um, you know, I was you know, trying to look for a job intermittently, you know, check, check, check. I wasn't seeing then. I was, of course, hoping, you know, the Canada stuff worked out. But it was just my health. That was the worst part. Trying to, yeah. trying, wondering what was going to happen. And um, I'm grateful that I overcame that. Yeah. Eventually, and yeah, here now. So I think it was. Um, I think you had always presented with chronic back pain, especially when you had like you know stressed or you had done something strenuous. And I got to a point where you couldn't even walk for too long without having to like you know. Yeah. So I had to. So yeah, the pain. The the so the medical term is theatrica. I think I got. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> and yeah. And I, I was fine, you know. I tried to treat it through physical therapy in the US because that's what they, you know, suggested that no surgeon was going to see me. I was like, oh, cool. Who wants to have surgery, right? <laughs> yeah. I know that is true. That the whole Nigerian mentality of big, big surgery, surgery, is, surgery generally is there's just too much risk and it's my spine. Mm-hmm. But when it all started in February last year. And my left leg was so I was crazy, crazy, crazy pain. You know, sleeping was a problem. I wake up from sleep with pain. <coughs> I work. Um, I don't know how. I just don't know how I was able to cope. <laughs> I ke- I managed till uh, June, July, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is crazy. I can't live my life like this. And I then went to see an orthopedic, um, and he he now mentioned surgery. I'm like, mm-mm. Like, jam, I don't come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that. So I did an epidural. I took an epidural anti-inflammatory injection. But that says they're not cheap. That was freaking expensive, man. Yeah. And How much was, was it again? It was about 300000 Yeah. Wait, wait, 300000 there? Yeah. Wow. How long yeah. would that last for? 10 years? So, <laughs> so this is this this is why I I I opted for it because there was a time in the US I was in mm-hmm. acute pain mm-hmm. and they were like okay this is like the step two of this treatment right do physical therapy but you can't be in this amount of pain and you know continue your stretches so they did it and it was so sharp smooth ah they prepped me for like like I was going for info surgery so I was like what's what's what kind of injection with this one <laughs> and all yeah. that. But it was so sharp, sharp, everything done. And the pain, so apparently my, my nerve was really swollen. That's why I was having that amount of pain then. And mm. that was like 2015. So it lasted me, it lasted to 2018, right? Wow. So, yeah, immediately I was just, I didn't, I had stopped my stretch because I didn't even have health insurance anymore, right? So I stopped my physical therapy when I graduated 2015. I was just careful, you know, not carrying heavy things, you know, squatting if I want to bend down. Just, I managed my life, you know, because I kept saying, you know, as you grow older, it might just take like even 10 years, the disc shrinks. So the disc would probably stop in um, pinching the nerve. And mm-hmm. that, was, that was just their solution. I was like, okay, fine. 
So I don't know what happened and why in my layman thinking, I think the, the, the disc just shifted a bit more and was mm. just permanently on the neck because even tramadol wasn't working. I was just mm. in pain. So I decided to say, okay, well, surgery, I'm scared. It's even way more expensive. I was really, really thinking like this money is a lot. Mm. Fine. Let's do it. Ha against Doctor Nigeria. If you I can't even explain what happened that day. I was just praying, like people should not just puncture something in my spine. Because I don't know if we're doing here. Apparently, long story short, it didn't work. So I don't, I don't yeah, I didn't I didn't Did have money back. How? For where? It didn't work. That's almost so, like two thousand dollars, just sorry. Almost like a thousand dollars down the drain. Yep, yep. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, it's expensive here in the US, actually. But because I had insurance, yeah, I, yeah. I paid I paid out of pocket probably like three hundred dollars mm. in twenty ten for it. So, but it worked, right? Yeah. <sighs> Man, I was waiting. I was like, "What is this work?" I waited one week, <laughs> two weeks. Was it Not me. Oh my god! I was and so it was the same scared. therapy that you used in the US. Well, do I know they scammed me? Do I know what they injected oh, maybe, me? Maybe the pain had gotten Let's just assume that it did it the right way. Maybe the pain had gotten to a level where that wasn't going to work. Because even with most medications, yeah, you know, you're going to hit the ceiling where you have like functional tolerance and the drug will work as what you're supposed to be. It's Actually, that's true. I just, work keep work. I just keep making fun of it. Like, yeah. they scammed me. Yeah, kind of like right. how you started from physical therapy and you know, I told you, no, it has to be PT and then the epidural. Maybe you got to a point where the epidural was just, you know, yeah, it was gonna work. Even opioids stopped working after a while for. Yeah, mm-hmm. opioids wasn't I didn't. I stopped taking tramadol. It didn't you work. Have, you're one of those tramadol taking Nigerian youth, have you? Excuse me, no, Excuse. no. That, see, it was a doctor that convinced me. Yeah, hi. So there was a doctor <laughs> drug that they gave me that I reacted to, like I was hyperventilating, and I was like. <laughs> They have to do it. I just don't take it anymore. So, um, yeah, so that's how I continued my life. I went to Abuja to see my brother. And, uh, yeah, so he was like, oh, let's check out this hospital. That. Hey, it's supposedly good now that if uh, Buhari can take his son there during after that uh, bike accident we had in December, yeah. the hospital should be good. So, when they were like, yeah, if whoever is having this issue can go to that doctor. And um, I was just like, mm. If the consultation fee is too high, that my brother shouldn't bother. That is the same thing. I know what's wrong with me, right? So it was like, it was pretty cheap. It was 8K. I was like, oh, okay. Wow, that's cheap. This hospital. Okay, okay, let's see. I'm like, okay, let's go. So he convinced me, was an Indian surgeon, and he convinced me that, you know, I was getting critical. I don't even know how I've managed to now that I was um lose control of my boil. Oh, you know, wow. and I mean, yeah, that was what got me scared. But I was like, I, I went there like on a Tuesday or so. I was like, yeah, yeah, that um, I think he has um, a time like so for Friday. I was, my mind was like, that's what you will wake up if I'm done with the house morning. That's how I wake up and just agree to do surgery like that. That was wrong with this day. And how much is it? <laughs> I was about the rough estimate that the later friend to me was about 2 m. Wow, 2 million there. Yeah, it was about two million. And, so for um, those that are wondering how much that relates to, I think it's about how much is that? <laughs> oh, in dollars, right? Ah, yeah, well, I like to like. Well, for those that are listening, what what I would have, whatever um, quote would have given you in um, US, mm, even if I'm yeah, divided by three fifty. 
Ah, about five thousand, a little over five, five, fifty, seven hundred dollars. So yeah, that's. I think that's still. I don't think they will get that quote in the US. I think they will get mm. higher. Well, if you don't so, have insurance, that is yeah, probably yeah. So I was like, so I was like, because mm, no, my brother was so worried. Was like he was trying to get you know me to do send the MRI to him to send to India until I went to that Abuja and that whole. I was like, maybe he's Indian doctor now. I know that. I went back to Lagos, so that was August. <laughs> I said I'm not doing this because <laughs> of how my you know how Nigerian families are. I'm the youngest out of ten, and you have to telling everybody. So my father, so my elder one, blah blah blah. I went to Lagos for some weird reason. I was feeling a little bit better. I don't know why. Maybe that fear of surgery touched my. <laughs> I don't know what happened. So I'm like, I'll manage. I went back to Lagos in the airport. I don't know what I had. We had an issue that day. I think we missed a flight or something. So I had to walk up and then walk over to go and get a new ticket, blah, blah, blah. So I was stressed out that day. By the time I got to Lagos, got home. Oh my God. I could do move for two weeks. Wow. I was, I was, because you know, the thing was really affecting my left leg and my left. Yeah, because it's a pain, it's a reflect pain that, you know, from the lower back to the leg. I called my brother. I said, man, <laughs> this cannot work. I was like, I'm coming next week to do this surgery. <laughs> Uh, this is horrible that, that I can't do it. And that was it. So I did it September. And uh, thank God, it was so scary. I was just like, God, please. I just prayed. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. I said, if I die, oh, just <laughs> access my soul. <laughs> and it was scary. And the epidural was so, I didn't even know when I, when I, as in, I just, I, I don't know. Next thing I knew was I was awake. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is how people die. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it was it's, okay. been, it's been since September. How do you feel now? I feel way. I feel much better. I am supposed to lose more weight. Yeah. <laughs> I was Started my swimming classes last week. I hope I can move my body now too. <laughs> but you know, coming here because with that pain, I wouldn't have been able to make this trip. Yeah, coming I mean, here, you know, being forced to move around, take the bus, take the train, walk from bus stop to bus stop, it helped me move my body more because okay. you know I was practically sedentary, mm. you know, and all that. So it helps. I'm feeling better. I still feel like you know, like even yesterday, as recent as yesterday, my left toe, my big toe, was feeling. I was feeling really weird. Like I had to move it. So it's a bit weak. Maybe because of what, maybe <laughs> I've traumatized the whole thing, traumatized my, <laughs> my whole left leg. Because you, you used to do PT, why in Canada? Uh, no, no uh, I don't have. So, yeah, they say um, health, health, healthcare is free, but certain things are not free. So, probably if I get a job, I would, um, when I get a job and there's good benefits, then I'll start maybe physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I've been to the doctor's place, but it was like, because here you have to get a family doctor. Then he would determine if you are yeah, what referring. So, so yeah. So he was like, ah, I should just send it the MRI reports. Then you just keep it in my records that if I if I feel worse, then I should let him know. But really, I do. There's no point like me going to see the spine doctor if there's nothing wrong with me. Like for the, something like that. So I was like, yeah. okay, I've heard. because okay. there I, mean, I might even take a year to see him because it's not life and death. Because it really yeah. takes a long time. So that's, that's why it's not life and death. You're not priority. So that's a bad thing. Okay. I think one of the most, um, one of the things I have observed about you, or just one of the things I want to say to you, 
It's just how jeez, oh, can you calm down? It's just how supportive your family, you know, is. I mean, even the way you talk, you know, talk fondly about your siblings, those that are even almost old enough to give birth to you because of the age gap between you guys. And just how they just care for you and, you know, rally around to make sure they are doing well. I mean, I have a lot of friends, you know. I'm yet mm-hmm. to see a family quite as supportive as yours. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah really. Really. It's really constant. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. The const- I, I'm, I'm sure you haven't told me. I, I don't know everything about them or all the things that they do for you. But mm-hmm. just the, the consistency of how they care for you. Mm-hmm. I find those that, you know, they, you're not even at home when, when, they were not even at home when you were born. And they probably have their life somewhere else, apart, um, um, like far away from the world. Yeah. That I uh, I commend. And given that even your mom, you know, that, I mean, moms are like the glue that, you know, holds the family together, has been yeah. away for a while. She passed away a while ago. Uh, 22 and, years now. I know, right? And and just, I mean, and, you know, some would just say, eh, well, since mom is no longer there, they, won't, they should probably do as much as they're doing. True. But that's how they just do it. You know, and you can see, you can tell that it's just so selfless. I want to speak to that, and I want to thank your siblings. And that's about how difficult it can be as a child. I know. <laughs> I was a model child, please. <laughs> just how, and that last month syndrome you're always carrying about. <laughs> but you can, yeah. you can look past all of that. I still love you and love you radically. That you know, yeah, that's you. very, um, that's a very emulative behavior, and I want to speak to that. Yeah, I would be. Um, it overwhelms me actually and that that drives me a lot i try to you know when i it's not like i can't i just feel so like like i'm you know you're always telling me like calm down calm i'm like you know (laughs) i just felt you didn't get like i'm in a hurry to like no repay but just be okay so they don't worry you get you know as recent as sunday you know my dad is 82 and he called me and i was literally like almost crying i had to hold myself because he will be worried times 10 like i was just so worried about the job thing yeah we prayed i should pray okay yes we are catholics that's your business i should pray my room wait wait what what why is it I'm not going yeah, yes, 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 I'm Catholic. Whatever I want to say, say. And I'm very proud of that. So he's like, okay, let's like pray together, like like in November, you know, pray, pray my rosary so that I get a job. That is, you know, stuff like that. My brother, you know, yeah, that brother in particular, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he sent me, me money for my rent. Then it's, yeah, I know you shy, yeah, you should shy away from these boards. As of recent as yesterday, you know, where I was with the guy who links me up with where I'm staying, mm-hmm. and he was like, they were giving me just gist, gist, Nigerian gist, the house for Nigerian behavior, blah, blah. But I was having friends. I was like, don't you have this? I was like, oh, no, I don't really have friends. That all my, that the only and true friends I've ever made in my life are in the US. And just that's you guys. Like, <laughs> I was overwhelmed. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. You leave this part. No, I was, no. <laughs> Right from when ah, from when I was leaving, I was like, ah, if I give me this, like what's wrong with these people? Then this epidural, ah, I was like, Mm-mm, this surgery, I won't say it. And I know you guys you beefed me, you went to do Of course I told the girls. Hey, I was going to anybody. But that was just I was gonna like say it. so that too the worry and because I knew and you guys were so worried about me, and mm. and it's such it's so rare for me. Like 
I think you notice I don't really connect with a lot of people. I try to have friends, but right, no it's way. weird. Like people are like your best friends are from. I'm like I don't know. For me, it didn't happen. No, I didn't have. And you went to a federal government girls yeah, college. Yeah, I went to a boarding school for that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I was really like you said weird. That nobody was shy with me. <laughs> yeah, I was way 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 shyer than I was really really shy. Like, yeah. like you know, I really didn't used to do a lot of things. So. I will, yeah, I just keep praying. You had no happen like there. Keep praying for my family, my siblings, and you guys every time. Like, God should just, you know, meet you guys at the point of your needs because without you guys, I don't know where I would be. Like, <laughs> I've not worked since 2017, right? <laughs> people, people, people that I met like, ah, some people think this girl is so wealthy. I'm like, if only you know the support system around me, then you'll know why. I'm still afloat and yeah. trying my best not to get overwhelmed. You know, but my brother, um, the medical doctor was like, calm down, it's just five months. And it's not up to five months. So, you know, like, don't beat yourself up. Like, you're doing everything you're supposed to do. He was, he really how he applauded me even getting that volunteer work. I'm like, what's wrong with this one? Said, <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, 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 finally. Uh, I was like, ah, okay, I'm looking for money. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So little things like that, uh, yeah, it, it, it has helped me, you know, um, I'm better, you know, I, I, I believe I've grown with, you know, people that knew me. I know to an extent, I know I've changed a bit, but when I have, um, <laughs> not in a good way in sense of, but when you I think about you guys, I said, there's still a lot of good in the world, for God's sake, for God's sake, you whom I knew you were a long time. I introduced me to my namesake. I'm not going to he has really been, you know, help one. I should check it's it not even, It's not even here. Like, I know. But I know it's even as a testament of who you are. Because... Wait, wait, don't talk about like, me. Oh, no, don't talk about me. Ah, Talani, Talani, Talani. Talani, Talani is, um... Talani's friend. Okay? Let me just try. You know, I, I know it's, it's like that. Like, if you tell me to help someone just because it's you... I'll give that person first the benefit of that. Do you get that kind of way? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that's what I mean. So, yeah, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Grateful to God for my life, first of all, <laughs> and um, for the people he has put, put in my life. So. Yeah. And I think it's also a testament of who you are. I mean, there's something about you that I would just want to, I don't know, keep knowing, I guess. Just by and I speak for myself. Yeah, just just how difficult it is sometimes with you, but I mean I say if I can love Angela, I can love anybody. That's that's just my, ah, my so. just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But you you're a kind soul and you know, so what we do for you is just a mirror of things you've done for us and the thing you things you will do for us. So don't be overwhelmed by our love for you. <gasps> I love it. It's kinda like how Jesus died on the cross. He died for everybody except you particularly you. So if you can do it, what's the what what is this one that we're not doing here? So anyway, okay. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm really I think you've I know you've grown because I remember sometimes when I would chat with you on WhatsApp while we're in Nigeria, it's just always sometimes sometimes not always sometimes it's darkness looming as far as just how low you were mentally. And I was like, I don't tell the girls, you need to call Angela. I don't know, there's something going on there. And, you know, I was just so worried because I know there was time you were really depressed. And then you were the and then you were crying and talking about something. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> what can we do? What can we do? But I'm glad you, you know. I mean, we all go through that season in life where we begin to doubt ourselves and we're really low. I think that's when we really know who matters to us and those that you know really care about us as well. Yeah, so and, yeah, hundred percent. You do that for people too. You do that for people, and we pay. We not even pay back, but we do that 
it's like, kind of like a give and take thing. And that's why it's good to surround yourself with, you know, affirming people that can always lift you up. So what we're yeah. doing for you is no different from what you've done for us or what you would do for us. So shut okay. up, son, I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm out of field now. So two things um, before we go. Let's mm-hmm. talk about your dating life because I'm worried about. I know you do have an affinity for the Yoruba demons. I'm not going to mention specific names. You, know? <laughs> you, have, you have such a predilection for, for the Yoruba. And I don't know why. Let's, 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 so here's what let's, I'm going to do. I'm your friend. I have some other tribes or other countries at this point. Please. There's no hold affinity. Hold on. Hold on. Don't say anything for you as your friend. Hold on. <laughs> Let, I'm building. I'm building a following here. I'm not like Oprah yet. I don't even want to be Oprah. I want to be myself. Mm-hmm. I, I do have some influence, you know, through my listeners. So let's I do see. things for you. First, mm-hmm. we're gonna do like a, a short. Um, you're gonna give us a two minute elevator speech. Why was your hire? No, you could be talking about fire. See, this is why. This is why I can't take you seriously. Maybe we can even find your prospective employer on the show. We don't know yet. Oh, yeah, that's now become serious. So, um, two minutes, and I'm going to start the timer right now. Two minutes, in two minutes, tell us why we should hire you. Just pretend I see you. Not pretend, because I, I do have faith in you, and I have faith in my listeners that somebody's going to forward this episode to someone that can hire you in Canada, and specifically in Calgary. But you don't mind moving to another province, correct? Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind. Okay. The job will just be the determining factor. Okay. So, um... Basically, two minutes elevator speech about why we should hire you. Think of it like you're doing like a speed dating before, like your future employer. Okay, let's go. So, right. We're going to go in three, two, one, go. Hi, my name is Angela. I'm a trained interdisciplinary scientist. I have um, both technical and business related experience, and I'm looking to obtain um, a new position as um, a ge- anything relating to um, geology. I'm and I'm looking for a job where, in a dynamic environment, we continue learning opportunities. I'm looking for a job that has a good work balance. I'm currently in Calgary, but I'm willing to relocate at my cost. I'm looking for a position where I will utilize my extensive data management skills, my great teamwork, and um, my adaptability ability to adapt to new situations. I have great communication and presentation skills, and uh, I'm competent with MS Office Excel PowerPoint, and I'm focused strong with strong detail and goal-oriented abilities. Currently, I'm in I'm enrolled in an IT program to mm-hmm. enhance my um, programming skills such as Python and um, C plus plus. Was that okay? Yeah. Do you want feedback from me? Okay, well, of course, why don't I have feedback from you? Everybody you has, everybody has, um, what's the word? Before you post something. Microsoft Word experience, so that needs to die. No, did seriously. That that, you said that again. Office, uh, Excel. No, but did I say that? No, no, no did I say that? Time. No. Okay, that's a second time. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, some jobs have, um, actually, but that's an example for like customer service jobs or administrative assistant jobs. That's actually a big deal, especially if you adva- have advanced Excel skills. Um, yeah, but those are usually certification courses, and you have to have a certificate to back it up. Nah, not really. All right. Yeah, no. As far as you can prove, you can you have it. So it's basically the IT ones. Okay. Um, so there you yeah. have it, people. That's my friend Angela trying to make herself marketable. If you have any leads for her um, in Canada, well, in Canada, especially Calgary region, 
or even beyond what she can fit in. She she has a very strong work ethic. I have um visited her workplace and I've seen how they look at her. Like someone that is valuable to the team, so I can speak to her, you know, her teamwork abilities. She's you know very hardworking and she's very good at what she does. I just say she's a badass. Especially at that or that at that geography. What's that GIS thing you're doing with the maps and all that? Oh, so um yeah, I was doing um a study using three D seismic um workflow. So that was what I did. So I did some geologic interpretation interpretation using SiceWorks and um Kingdom Suit. It looked cool when I saw it. I was like, Wow, that looks cool. My friend is a somebody. And wow. the big thing, the other big thing, we need you to have a man in your life and hopefully someone that isn't of the Yoruba variety. And I speak as a Yoruba girl. I think you need, need to lay away from, you know, my tribe for a while. Because they haven't, they've brought nothing. Not, and we're not going to mention specific names. You know who they are. They have brought nothing. But hard thing to you. And we, we don't want that. We have all the Nigerian Yoruba girls. So, um, let's, let's convert this, this, like, um, a dating app as well. Let's you know, find you a man. So what are you looking for in a guy? Hmm. Well, I'll just be very brief and say someone who knows how to love me. What does that mean? Because you're very complex. Yeah, yeah, I know. So he has to. But is he going to? But is he going to? I'll say that. To someone that can love you. I said, but but is complex? But is he going? Yeah, is he going? Exactly. So that's it. If you know how to, if you know how to love me, so being, so if you know how to love me, you need to take the time to understand who I am, right? You, yeah. you took the time to be a friend. So I'm not, uh, yeah, that's it. And like you said, I'm really pretty easy going. Once you know how to love me, that's it. How about like where they're from as far as language, tribe? Uh, nah, nah. You can't even be from you. Oh no, I'm not open screen. Sorry. Hey, your Korean people will watch this. I just asked you. I'm open. Very open Korean. Please, please, please. Why not? Why is your phone ringing? Can you put your phone away? How rude, Anta. Sorry. <laughs> I know. So, um, okay. So, I'm pretty open to any, on any um. Except Koreans. Why do you make an exception for? Why are you making an exception for Koreans? Just love them so much. Like seriously, you're, you guys are trying to take away my friends. Like so, I'm just hating. That's all. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> like you, you love Koreans. You, yeah, you're beginning to love Koreans more than even or So anyway, I'm just kidding. So, um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't have any specific, uh, like, oh, I want to be a Nigerian. In fact, yeah. I even like removed my mind from Nigerian servers. Especially yeah. your bad boys, yeah. Delete it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah. You know, who even likes us? Who even wants us? Yeah. And I think <laughs> you need this period of Lent. I think you need to give up on your man. This period of Lent. I hope you <laughs> yeah. added that to your list of things you are giving over to God. For Lent, yes. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, any any age bracket, like you know, sixteen above, yeah. seventeen oh, above. Hopefully, no, please. That'll be very difficult for me to cope with. To be very honest, so let's say thirty-two to forty. I think that's safe enough. Um, how about size requirement? And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shoe size. Shoe size. It'll be it'll be cool to have someone who isn't who I'm not that much taller than. I'm a five nine. I'm not that tall anyway, but you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not like that, so I don't want to be not looking like I'm Is that the only size you're I'm bullying, I'm bullying my husband? <laughs> How about the shoe size? I don't know what you're talking about. I have no I have no I have no 
business. But it would be nice to have a medium-sized feet because I have big feet. Medium? So my kids will not end up getting I don't know. Are you sure you want medium? Why stop a medium when you can get like, you know, extra large? You know what I'm saying? That's too much to handle, please. <laughs> they have shirt sizes in Walmart that can fit them. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, so this is my friend, Ajara. If I had a brother that was single, and, you know, that met that criteria, I would willingly point them your way. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. one is married. And the other one is too young for you. You're going to be a cougar like times two with that. <laughs> so I can start my cougar ship. And I don't think you want him. He's, he's a love. He's a, he's a handful. Yeah, I know. I know. I understand. Anyway, so um, I, I'm glad you're in Canada and I'm, I'm happy for you. And I know there's been a struggle with, you know, trying to find your place and, you know, get life going. But I'm much more confident you know, that number one, your health is a lot better now. And you're also pushing yourself past that comfort zone you have as a as an introverted person. Oh, wow, yeah. So that's, you're doing a lot. So you should always remember, excuse me, you should always remember that. And when you forget about that, make sure let us know so we can always remind you. You've come a long way. You've done a lot. And I know you're going to, you know, be successful at it. So remember how you came to the U.S., how difficult it was. Because that's what I was trying to remind you. Like, you coming to the U.S. was difficult. But see how you overcame all of that hurdle and finished school and get your degree and all of that. And how much more now that you are a lot older, a lot wiser, and um, you've overcome a lot of adversity, so you're more resilient. And all of that, you're going to take all of that and build it into Angela 4. Point, whatever version you're running right now. And what I'm trying to say is I'm very confident in your ability to succeed. So don't, don't be too impatient to you know, get to where you need to be. I think you're moving towards the right direction, and I'm very proud of just how much um, opportunity you're giving yourself to succeed. Never forget that. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to use this tone again because I feel like I'm being too nice to you. It's really yeah. good to be my reputation. Yeah, we are. We are. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> awesome finally being on your show. And I hope, you know, well, I was able to, you know, meet your meet your audience requirements. Um, I think so. And, and it's, worth, it's going to be worth your time listening to this. And meanwhile, please, please, let me see the picture you want to use for me. You, know, I'm you have to send it. Oh my gosh, she's so very yeah. by the way. Angela is somebody that, that has all the pictures on her phone. You can hardly find somebody else there. It's always a picture of herself and usually selfies. I have no idea just how Narcissistic, somebody can be. You know, she's just so full of herself. But I'm not to be very candid. I'm not. Don't mind. You her. send me the picture you want. To, send me about ten. Yeah. yeah. Well. 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 I, I want to. You know. Look good. Huh? I'm not so photogenic. So whatever. I don't think I have any anyway. <laughs> you know, I'll send you some random ones. Do you want anyone like, to contact you? Maybe like a future husband. Yeah. How can you reach out to you? Sure, sure, sure. If, if, if anybody can contact me, I'm open to making new friends. Yes. Look at you. Oh, I can see more really rubbing off on you. Wow. You you can see who? I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I take credit for all of that. <laughs> no, no, you can. Nope. No, I'm open to that. You know, new connections. You don't know. So, Angie yeah. and Lua at Yahoo.com, right? Ha. Gmail. Oh, sorry. It's A-N-G-I-E-L-U-W-A. Yep. Angie and my last name. So it's double E, right? No, 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 one E, yeah. So the Angie is just as you yeah. misspelled with that and the E. A N G I E L U W A I G N O Com. Yep, yep, yep. All right, there. This was worth it. I'm, I'm glad I waited. I think we have enough. We had enough. 
Yeah. The employers contact me. That's what I want. Bye. Okay. <laughs> right. Anyways, um, enjoy Thank the you. rest of your day. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 All right, well, that was the show. Thanks so much for joining us today. And um, don't forget to hit that um, subscribe button on the show or check out www.mosibyl.com for more um, episodes from the More Civil Podcast. And I remain your host, More Civil. Peace out. <laughs> when did all my friends become so loud? We act like reality shows. Probably cause reality blows When did all my friends become so loud? We traded our boring lives For MTV storylines Why? Recently he said that she said that we said some things that you wouldn't believe Recently he said that she said that we said that he said some things about me so we're caught up in drama Everybody's talking, everybody's talking We're caught up in problem Everybody's talking, everybody's talking Hold up, hold up, can we make it stop? Hold up, hold up, but I'm so caught up in drama Everybody's talking, everybody's talking now When did all our problems get so small? Friends get so loud. When did my friends get so loud?